love to you was never second best I saw the world crashing all around your face Never really knowing it was always mesh and lace If people treat you like an option, leave them like a choice. Yes, I'm a nice person, but you've crossed the line too many times. They said I changed a lot, and I said a lot. 
changed me. Bingo! Good morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of, that's right, you guessed it, the Arnie State Show. Now, if you were here yesterday, you heard three straight hours of me just ranting and raving. I'm not saying I'm doing it again. There could be a chance, but, I, but I, I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure yet. It, it, it just depends how the first part of this goes today. So I, I got to play something for you because uh, I had I was in an 80s mood this morning. So you got Flock of Seagulls. You got I Melt With You. I, I might keep it going if, if I have a break. I might take one break today. I, I'm not sure. This music, though, really didn't fit. Um, but and, and I don't know the story behind this, but I guess it's a girl who's upset that something got on her flatware and they might have turned it into a song. I don't want your cootie juice on my dishes. Cootie juice is on my dishes. That's a hit. I, 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 your cootie juice is on my dishes. Are you kidding me? That is humongous. <laughs> cootie juice is on my dishes. <laughs> that was funny. Oh, man. Uh, so, yes, that's the kind of mood that I'm in today, ass family. Get ready. Strap in because it's going to be a bumpy ride today. Uh, Keyless Chuck, first one here. Good morning to you, my friend. I'm Chuck. He's something, isn't he? He really is. We're lucky to have old Chuck here. Chuck's a teacher, and, and, and I'm just moving things around here because the computer is not working with me as usual. He says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Great way to start a Tuesday. Listening to the show and watching Arnie on Twitch. If you weren't watching me on Twitch, I had quite the interpretive dance going during the Flock of Seagulls, and even I melt with you. So there's something to look forward to if you get a Twitch account, if you get a chance. Derek. Becca. Becca. Derek. Becca. Says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Time for Wimpy to pay up on this fine Tuesday. Indeed, Ralphie. Like a pink nightmare. Says, good morning, ass family. Good morning to you, Ralphie. I hope that you're doing well today. Fucking stop moving. Good God in heaven. Battleborn. If you don't chew Big Red, then you. Says another fine day for some ass. Good morning to all. Well, good morning to you, Chazman. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. Yeah. Bubba's dreaming. Bubs. Bubba. Bubba. Hey. There you go. That tail was wagging. He was hollering. Good Lord. What's going on with that? Jesus, Bubba. Way to interrupt the damn show. Uh, Jasmine says, happy Taco Tuesday, as family. Remember, kids, don't be a shitty neighbor. Have the best possible, everyone. Hey, Amen. There's nothing worse than a shitty neighbor. Gibby. Holy Jesus. A jelly donut. Good morning to you, my man. Uh, R.I.P. DeSantis. Good, Darren. Please be a fart. Please be a fart, I should be fine if I don't push too hard. 
says, good morning, ass family. Happy Tuesday, House of Pain. Good morning, ass family. You think Nikki Haley drops out by the end of the day, or will she drag this shit on longer than she has to? Oh, she's going to drag it on. Look, she's getting killed already. Before the polls even opened, she was down by 10 points this morning. I don't understand why a lot of... Oh, Bubba's still dreaming. Hey. Hey, 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 hey. Fuck, that dog is out. It's throwing me off. That's why I have to do it, because otherwise I'll just watch him. Uh, King Steve. Says, what up, ass? I can't believe the current administration of Texas has to uh, let illegal immigrants in. This is unreal. Stand tall, Texas. Don't give in. Well, I, I have that story. Where is that story at? Uh, the Supreme Court yesterday went back on their word and now are allowing federal agents to cut razor wire at the Texas-Mexican border. <sighs> I don't really want to start with illegal immigration, so we're not going to start. But I, I have it, and, and, and you can hear my frustration level already at it, and we will talk about it, I promise. But there's a, I, I got to get to some lighthearted stuff before we get to all that stuff. Boat girl! Look, I, I don't want to speak ill of your mother on Christmas, but she's nothing but a common street whore. Thank I'll... you. Says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Happy Taco Tuesday. Good morning to you, Trucker James. I was so full of testosterone, I actually killed a coyote. Says, good morning, ass family. Foggy as fuck in Sacramento. Drive safe, everyone. Yeah, oh, it's been foggy here in Dallas. And Dallas fog is nowhere near California fog. It's like when Dallas has an earthquake or when Sacramento has a, a, a tornado. It's not a real tornado, not a real earthquake. I remember one time I was leaving Arco Arena, and it was foggy. I, I, I forget what show it was after, uh, but I was leaving, and it was so foggy. I mean, I hit like three or four cars. Thank God I was drinking at the time. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Speaking of that, uh, anybody, anybody see wait, wait, please, not, not guilty? We get a not guilty plea in that? Okay. I don't think that means much. You know what nobody ever talks about with drunk driving? Mm-hmm. How fun it is. Like yeah. a video game. See, that's that's the way they talk. And it's not fun. I, I thought about this. And I can't say that I never drank in California. But when I lived in California, I never had a drink. I never had a drink when I lived in California. It's crazy. Crazy, I tell you. Uh, Alicia. I took a dump at work. Good morning to you. I hope that you are doing well this fine morning, Christine. Just good morning, Arnie and Ass family. It's Taco Tuesday. Victor, go out and get your mother some tacos immediately. That's your job today, my friend. Uh, if you think I'm kidding, I'm not. Good morning to you, Ski Bomb. I had sunny side up, and I had sunny side down. I had sunny side all oh, the way around. Good morning to you, hockey player. My man. Uh, 
Good morning to you, my friend. I uh, hope that you're doing good. I hope, hopefully, your shoulders are getting better. DNA. Have you seen my wiener? Says good morning, Arnie and Ass family. Uh, happy Tuesday. Safety guy in the house. Safe like repair, safe like replace. Says happy Taco Tuesday, Cowboys girl. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet. Cult. No, no, we are not going to do that. There she is. Oh my lucky stars! The one, uh, the only, bratty kid. Remember. There is no greater betrayal than when a fart isn't a fart. Until we meet again. You said you weren't going to say anything. Come on, I can't trust you with anything. I hope you're doing good today. Nitro! Welcome to Nitro! Good morning to you. Hope you're doing good. Sicilian mom of... What was Sicilian? Wait, wait. wait. Uh, Sicilian medic, 77. In the name of the father, the son, and the Holy Ghost, you will now drive a Camaro, hate every minute of your yearly vacation Mm -hmm. to Italy, and get very upset when your sister starts to date. Good morning, all. Rainy day in southern Arizona over it. Yeah, I hate the rain. It's raining like a motherfucker right now. And the weatherman, oh, well, we're above the schedule. Blah, 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 blah. Shut up. You're talking to the Rolex yep. wearing diamond ring, wearing kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, Damn right. jet flying, son of a gun. And I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Says, good morning. I think I made it through a whole day without someone leaving the Alabama program <laughs> roll tide. Well, I, I, I saw the Alabama Willie is in the in the transfer portal. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh Nilster Joker says, I uh, love me some 80s music, AIG. Well, thank you for that. AIG or at least says three great straight hours yesterday. It was fun yesterday. I I, I did have fun doing that. Sanchez family. Good morning to you and ahoy, Triple T. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. Yeah. People know me. Yeah, I, I mean, seriously, they, they kind of do. I uh, love the three-hour rant. Callie Gal, uh, do we have walk-up for you, Callie Gal? I don't know. Uh, if not, let's see. Uh, we'll, we'll do uh, this you one. make me happy. Uh, good morning to you. Eddie's mama says, good morning, ass family. Great music this morning, Arnie. New ringtone. <laughs> oh, you have a new ring? Okay, good. Uh, Gold, good morning to you, my friend. I hope you're doing good. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Says, uh, good morning, ass and Arnie. Ali says, lyrical genius. Kills Chuck, the rant was amazing yesterday, and this song is awesome. Looks like it's going to be another great show today. I hope so. Uh, that's what you get on a pink taco Tuesday. Now I need to download Twitch for little gems like that. Yeah, you have to do that. Safety guy says, damn, King Steve, I just looked up what's going on. Resist Texas, start the Civil War. Y'all don't want us to start the Civil War. I mean, I mean, see, you really don't. And I, I'm going to let you know why here in a second, because I am, I am a very, very sad Texan today. A very, very sad, sad Texan today. And you'll all understand very, very soon why I am. Hook up! Good morning to you! Nobody transferred in yesterday. It was a bad day for the horns. I don't know. It's still over 221 days now. Uh, Gold says, is it on federal land? If so, Texas can just move it up a bit. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just move. Here's, here's the wire right here in the middle of a hotel. <laughs> Uh, safety guy says she's a woman. She'll drag it out until November. 
Mr. J, good morning to you. Hold on a second. Damn mouses. I, I you know, it, I, I like technology, but I really don't like technology. This is good morning, Arnie. Happy Tuesday. Interesting fact. If Wimpy didn't get his five-cent burger on credit 70 years ago, he would have an extra $8,000 to spend in 2022. That was the most recent stat I could find with having to do with the math. That's fantastic. Whitewash. Good morning to you, Whitewash. Swoosh. Morning to you, my friend. My main man, Stackar. Says, good morning, ass family. This is some bullshit. Mm. Uh, WWE strikes $5 billion deal with Netflix to stream Raw. Oh, man. Oh, but Raw's going to be on Netflix now? That's weird. I mean, that means maybe, I, is it going to be live? Oh, oh Stackar, no. See, I thought it was going to be on Prime. I'm happy it's on Netflix because I have that. Oh, I can't log over right now. Oh, man. I'm going to have to check back on that. Email me that, uh, Stackar. Stinkfist, good morning. Just good morning, ass. Three more work days until I'm off on vacation. Lucky me, I get to go to Cincinnati. Oh, man. Cincinnati in late January. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Oh man. Ugh. Does just does, does gray just enter your eyes immediately? With all the you know, the snow that's been on the freeway and it's like gray and black in some areas and it's overcast and bleh. I guess go to Skyline Chili. That's what everybody says, go to Skyline Chili. It's amazing chili. Jasmine says, I hate technology. Well, I hate technology, too, and I, and I hate, and this ties into kind of what I was, I, I've got three things to rant on before I actually start start the show. This is just the first one. Oh, crap, and I got rid of the second, no. Okay, something's going on with the computer. Mm-hmm. This is not good. You know what we're going to do? Oh, it can't be reached, really. It can't be reached. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to close out on Chrome. And we're going to just start over. We're just going to reboot, if you will. If you will, Daddy. Uh, so, the, the, oh, God. There we go. Computer's working now. Uh, we go every February for a franchise convention with the business I own. You're absolutely right. Very, very gray, but skyline chili is fucking shit. Okay. Uh, visit WKRP. I saw a news story yesterday that broke my heart. It broke my heart. That the Dallas Cow, the, the, the city of Dallas is the home of a new professional sports franchise. <laughs> That's right, I said it. A professional sports franchise, meaning they get paid. The Dallas Ocelots 
if you don't know what an ocelot is, don't worry, neither did I, because that's stupid. It's a mid-range-sized cat, wild cat, that's spotted. That's an isolot. We have a isol- We have a whole lot of ocelots here in Texas, I guess. And they are the proud members of the American Flag Football League. Well, it's time. We have lost masculinity completely. We have lost manhood. And even a better stretch, we've lost America. No, no safety guy. This is not women's flag football. This is all men. Like Shaquille James, Melvin Hartfield, Larry Jones. This is flag football. Flag football. Where, where you try to take the flag off somebody. This is what you play in elementary school with girls. This is what you play in intramurals with girls. There is a professional flag football team. There is a professional flag league. I'm on the website right now taking a look at the schedule. First game, April 27th at Cashman Field in Las Vegas. By the way, they're playing at the the Ford Center where the, the Cowboys practice, an indoor facility. Um, the LN flag is silent. Flag football is now an Olympic sport. I know. It started there. What in, what in, what in the blue ocelot fuck is going on? You couldn't have come up with a better name than ocelot. You, you just couldn't have. I don't know, an armadillo? Possibly a rattlesnake? Goddamn chupacabra? What the fuck's with the Pro Bowl? Same thing. See, they did this flag football thing once in Hawaii, and a guy blew out his knee, and they got rid of it. I, I don't want that to happen, but I do want it to happen. See, I don't want to root for it. Here's here's the way to say it. I don't want to root for somebody blowing their knee out in the flag football game for the Pro Bowl. But if it happens, it will make me happy. Tumbleweeds, that's fine. Lawmen, Cordell Walkers. You're going to have to look that one up. Stampeders. The Stockyards, the Ocelot, and it's for flag football. Flag football. Real story here. 
one of my, what I personally believe was one of my prouder moments, but everybody has said you shouldn't be proud of that moment. The immigrants. That's a great name for them. The Dallas immigrants. For fuck's sake. Rhino! It's T-shirt time? 1210 is T-shirt time. It is 1210. It's T-shirt time. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Everybody knows it's T-shirt time. So annoying. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Oh, my God. Shut up now. I'm just trying to let everybody yeah. know so they put their T-shirts. Yeah, get your damn T-shirts on and get them from 4T5Printing.com because if you don't... Nice shirt, queer. Oh! Says, good morning, assholes. Still having issues with ink flow on my new machine. Hoping to have all issues resolved today. My info on their system was incorrect, so I couldn't communicate with customer support. That issue resolved. Ink is pouring out. Issue resolved. Just one ink line not pulling. Ink left to deal with it. Uh, getting there. There you go. Stop. D- don't stop. Keep the grind going, my man. Because Arnie needs some new damn T-shirts, that's for hey, sure. Hey, Sassy Pammy. You're not just doing this to make your wife jealous, are you? Yep. Uh, good morning to you. King Steve says, who do they play next? The Lipstick Mustache Riders? Safety guy, only two things come from Texas. Steers and Queers and Ocelotes don't have horns. The Capybaras. The, uh, Capy uh, I like Chupacabras. Oh, I want the Chupacabras. But I don't want a flag football team. This is insanity. It's flag football. So the story that I'm not supposed to be proud of that I am still proud of. Back when I was younger and a bit more agile and some would call athletic. I would call me athletic because I was a decent athlete. I got roped into an intramural league of flag football that we played at, at Eastfield College. I went I went to the, a different one. I went to, uh, which one did I go to? Uh, Richland. And Eastfield was the one in Mesquite. But they had, it, they, it was the same, you know, system, so we could, we could play there. So we had a game there, flag football. And it was against a bunch of deaf people. I'm not kidding. This is this is a true story. This is a true story. It's, it's like six on six or seven on seven, right? We got our flags on, and we're playing against this deaf team. And I said we're playing against a deaf team. And the way they communicate with each other, of course, is in sign language. And if you didn't know this about deaf people... But deaf people are real loud. They grunt and snort because they can't hear it. They have no idea that they're grunting and snorting out loud. They fart. Seriously. Now, mind you, I'm about 19 years old. So the mature guy that you're listening to right now on the radio was not that same guy. And this team was amazing. They kicked the shit out of us. Okay. They they were a well-oiled machine. I mean, it was like they had practices. 
And they're beating the shit out of us. And, and my job was to rush the quarterback. Well, every time they would score, they would all grunt and shit, right? <laughs> After this play, I was no longer allowed in the Dallas uh, Junior College <laughs> intramural flag football system. I was kicked out immediately. Uh, I rushed the quarterback, and he he stepped wrong or something, and I was able to grab his flag, and I grabbed his flag, and right in front of him, and they're beating us by like 70 fucking points. I grab his flag, and I throw it down in front of him, and I started grunting at him. I know. I know that is something I would so still do today. (laughs) True story. The referee did laugh. The referee laughed when I did it and then threw me out. I believe we had to forfeit the rest of the game. But like I said, we were already losing by 70, so it didn't matter. Oh, it was it, the visual you have whitewashed. It, it is that. It is that. Me just go, oh, my God. That's what flag football is. It, it should not be on a, a professional level for the love of Christ. Why did they throw you out? It's not like he could hear you. Yeah, I, I kind of, I kind of maybe, maybe just, uh, maybe kind of overdone it to where they could tell what I was doing. Uh, to infinity. To infinity. Uh, it says good morning, ass family. Uh. <laughs> now, these next two stories are entertainment based. Before we get going. On other stuff, uh, we'll we'll start with the whole Texas border thing. Um, once I get going here, let me let me find that one. Okay, there it is, Supreme Court. Um, so did anybody watch the new America's Most Wanted last night? Uh, or or was it two nights ago, January twenty second? So it was last night. John Walsh returns. And, and, and I got to say that the, the promo for it is phenomenal. I, I had the promo. Let's see. Let, let's see if I can find that damn promo again. There we go. This is the one I want. This is the one I want. Guy walking through a dirty alley. Ooh, crime. It's old school meets new school, and we're going out and kick some butt. Our first capture in 1988 was an FBI top 10 fugitive, a child killer. We made television history, and ever since then, we have caught almost 1,200 fugitives. It's great to be back on Fox, and I get to do it with my son, Callahan. Now, that's what I want to talk about. I saw another thing that said the FBI asked them to come back. 
Is that really something to brag about that the FBI? I mean, I'm, I'm sure the FBI is not going, hey, we're so happy to have television people solving our crimes again. Uh, Donald! Days never finished. Master got me working. Someday Master set me free. Says, good morning, Arnie and Ass family. Good morning. Gold says, I've always wanted to punch John Walsh in the suck hole. Well, the, here's the thing about John Walsh. John Walsh, whose son Adam was was abducted and murdered, and that's what started him on this rampage. There was a made-for-TV movie starring Daniel J. Trevani from Hill Street Blues, and he played John Walsh. Um, well, before I get it, let me say good morning to Steph. Damn, I bet you come in here on a Saturday night. You need nigga repellent to keep the motherfuckers off your ass. Says good morning from your favorite liberal. Hey, favorite liberal. Are you caught up yet on Smothered? Because good God almighty did business pick up this week. These people have very unhealthy relationships with their mothers or even mother-in-laws. And by unhealthy, I mean their mothers touch their cooters. That's all you need to know. Mamas don't need to be touching their damn daughter's cooters. There needs to be a law somewhere that says mamas can't touch cooters over the age of 18. Uh, they need someone to crack the case of the coke left in the White House. <laughs> Still not what I want to talk about. Donald, your intro has me laughing. My youngest son, the pebble, wouldn't stop singing it. <laughs> nice. Uh, plot twist, it was John Walsh that killed this kid. Alicia says, morning, Steph. Dave Co in the house. Says, is the FBI so inept that they need a TV show to solve crimes? Yes. Yes, Dave Co. they are. Quick Google search about the Raw Netflix deal starts 2025. Exclusive home of Raw will be live. Other shows, including pay-per-views, will be on Netflix outside of the U.S., meaning you can get 2.0 or Good Child set you up with a VPN, and you'll get everything, including pay-per-views on Netflix. Okay, fantastic. Uh, I'm one episode behind. Okay, you got to watch that one and catch up because there's a cliffhanger moment. Kale in the house. My man, Kale, good morning to you, my friend. Uh, I don't have an anger problem. I have an idiot problem. If they have the people, TV people, do it through freeze-up money to spend on operations like sending agents to pretend to be MAGA people and incite a riot at the Capitol or plot to kidnap the governor of Michigan. Uh, the more you know, moms should not be touching their daughter's cooters. You know what? That You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. That was a teaching moment. Mamas don't need to touch their daughter's cooters over the age 18. Now, getting back to this old John Walsh thing here, I, I, I want you to listen to this part. And ever since then, we have caught almost 1,200 fugitives. Terrible it's idea. great to be back on Fox, and I get to do it with my son, Callahan. His son, Callahan. Please. Please. Just don't. Don't. Did he name his son after the Dirty Harry character? His name, the Dirty Harry was Harry Callahan of the San Francisco Police Department. Did he name his son Callahan after Dirty Harry Callahan? Oh, my God. That could be worst name choice of all time. I don't know how old Callahan is, but he he look, boy, that kid's got some gray hair already. 
Good Lord, he's the next coming to Anderson Cooper. And we don't need that. So I guess they're going to solve crimes all around the, the country and bring America back. I was thinking Callahan Auto Parts from Tommy Boy. <laughs> oh, I don't think John Walsh is that cool. By the way, by the way, John Walsh did cheat on his wife. I just want to point that out. That, that, that's all. I, I just, I just want to point that out, that he did cheat on his wife. Mm-hmm. Dirty Sanchez Callahan. Me too, Tommy Boy. Uh, I named my uh, basset hound Philo Beto. <laughs> now, see, that's fine for a dog. A basset hound named Philo Beto, that could be the greatest dog name of all time. Sorry, Bub. I mean, Bubba lives up to Bubba, but a basset hound named Philo Beto, that is phenomenal. Big guy in a little coat. Uh, Dirtbag, his dick can rot off too. Oh shit, Q Wrangleyson three two one. Yeah, yeah, uh, he did cheat on. He never has written the show though. <laughs> the Enforcer, yet another Dirty Harry movie. Please don't say you named your son after Dirty Harry and his last name. Should have named you just Harry. Now, this last story here, uh, the the last thing I got to get off my chest before we get to this Texas thing. I have started to see uh, lots and lots of writing. Pammy sent me a link a couple weeks ago that there is going to be, and I, I, I still don't know, and I haven't talked a lot about it because I really don't know if I want Part three. See, part two was phenomenal. Oh, we're talking about Top Gun. Colon and Maverick. Loved it. Thought it was great. Thought it was perfect. Thought it ended perfectly. But there are talks of Top Gun 3. Nothing better than when John Walsh calls everyone a scumbag. Safety guy says, no, leave it alone. Now, I, I, I have seen a, I'm seeing a new movie poster. And please, dear God, do not let this be the name. If this is the name, it will be the biggest flop of all time. Starring Miles Teller, Glenn Powell, and, of course, Tom Cruise. In Top Gun... Drone Ranger. Did, 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 did you hear me? Drone Ranger. Drone Ranger. Did you hear me? Did you hear what I just said? Like Lone Ranger, but but they're flying drones. <laughs> I honestly, I, I, I cannot see, <laughs> I cannot see somebody in Hollywood sitting down and going, that's a great title. Drone Ranger. Pretty sure that's fake. I hope so. I'll see it for the dick. That's, that is Miles Teller. 
That's false. They only announced it's coming out. No name yet. Special guest star, Barack Obama. No name yet. Okay, good. No name. Thank God. Thank God it's not going to be called Drone Ranger. That's so bad. When I saw that, I I almost fell out of my chair. I was like, they cannot call it this. They could call it Moan Ranger and it could be a porno. Oh, if it comes out, if they if they if they do that, Drone Ranger, it will not. I I will I will pick it. All right, the Supreme Court. We got to talk about how so stupid and how awful the Supreme Court is. We already knew that because they have no balls to stand up to anybody, including the president, when they are allowed to people on their front lawn. If that's the name of the new Top Gun, the opening scene should be Fonzie jumping a shark. Modern day Henry Winkler. I want modern day Henry Winkler on the motorcycle with the leather jacket, no shirt on, jumping over the shark. The divided Supreme Court has passed a measure allowing federal border agents to remove razor wire installed by the state of Texas along the U.S.-Mexico border. Justices voted 5-4 to four on Monday to vacate a December injunction. Their vote was divided largely along party lines. Biden and Abbott have been lobbying lawsuits back and forth for months about this. This is what I'm confused at. So... The Biden administration, as late as last week, as we reported on this show, has blamed the Republicans for the increase in illegal aliens coming to this country. Now, I went to public school. I do pay attention a lot more than than a lot of people do to, to news stories and things like this. But, but am I wrong in thinking that when a group, let's say the Republicans or the state of Texas, gets together and they put up razor wire, okay? They, they, this, is, this is barbed wire, but with razors on it. It'll cut you. Yikes. And it's worse than a paper cut. These could require stitches. They should call it stitches wire. Because you get cut by it, you need stitches. So they put that up to keep people out. Now, how is it that the Republicans or the state of Texas is responsible for more illegal aliens coming into the country when we're putting up razor wire? You see, it doesn't it, like, like, like it doesn't compute. Like I could barely make it through that because none of that made sense to me. Uh, the last year, uh, tyrannical government didn't very face very well. Oh, wow. <laughs> There's Henry Winkler jumping over his shark. That's fantastic. Thank you, Static Maverick. Uh, Arrest Development did it right, yeah. First, we were racist for not wanting a wall, right? I, I mean, back in 2016, I told you the wall wasn't going to get built, and it didn't get built. I've already congratulately uh, admitted that one. Um, 
And then, for some reason, the wall started to get built like a year ago. Or rebuilt, because they did start to build some of it. Yet the Republicans are, are the ones that are not doing anything to battle the illegal aliens. And the Democrats, the federal government right now, stopped a measure that would keep them out. Um, this is this was nonstop talking point for three Democrats running for Senate in California. It's a Republican's fault. All I could say is what the fuck. They allowed it with the need to show these people compassion. So make up your mind and quit talking in circles. That's all politicians do is talk in circles. You can't hold a politician anything. And that's right, left, I don't give a fuck what you are. If you give your true beliefs as someone in office... And I honestly think that these people are so bought and paid for that they don't have any true beliefs anymore. They don't know the difference, and once again, right and left, because they've been in this world for so long, they've done so many rotten favors, and they've had so many rotten favors, you know, returned to them. that they don't know the difference between good and, and, and bad. They, the only thing they care about is how they are perceived historically and how much money they can make. 2.84 million illegals so far under shitbag Joe. Yeah. Incredible numbers. Incredible numbers. Yet 2.84 million that and 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 Texas has gotten rid of eighty five thousand of them, and those other st- cities, the sanctuary cities, were bitching about the eighty five thousand that Texas had bust and, and and flown out. Well, there's still two point, uh, pretty much seven million fucking still in the state of Texas. You're welcome. And it's all men, no women or kids. It's a fucking invasion, and it guarantees them more Democratic votes. Well, I don't understand how it can guarantee them votes just for the simple fact that they can't vote here. They're not they're not citizens. This will all hopefully end January 20th. That that's all I can say to it because I just don't understand it. I don't understand They see videos of the border every single day. And they see these people coming over in droves. All I see happening is every resource that we have being drugged down. And I'm not talking about oil and gas. I'm talking about resources like hospitals. I'm talking about ambulances. All going to be weighted down. Your four-hour wait in an ER is now going to go to eight or nine hours. With two Chinese labs with deadly viruses being found in California already, all illegal immigrants, too. Not if they migrate to states like, sadly, my California. Very true. Dead people can't vote either. Very true. 
Trump is going to install deportation convoys. Four-hour wait, if you're lucky. But that was just an example, Alicia. And it's only going to get worse. And the people in office right now, Republican or Democrat, are the ones to blame. That Howard Johnson song or Howard Jones song, no one ever is to blame, that's bullshit. That is complete horse hockey. Because there is someone to blame, and it's in our current administration. Uh, Human trafficking is an illegal crime being committed by our government. Oh, I know. I was curtailing. Yeah. Um, Then, out of nowhere yesterday, the Hail Mary is started. We've dropped back in Hail Mary mode for the, the Democrats. As I've told you, all you gotta do is watch elections. And yes, I'm nerdy. I'm stupid. You know, I, I'm a dork, whatever you want to say, because I've been watching elections my whole life because I find the whole process fascinating. It's like religion. I, I don't do a lot of studying in it, and I don't like to look a lot. I just like to watch it. It's like watching hurricane coverage. There's just something in me that, that, that draws me to it. And every time somebody is losing, really, really badly um, in an election or a voting process about six or seven weeks before the actual vote happens, one of the two candidates, the losing candidate, will throw something out there about abortion. And that changes everything. Uh, they are being housed, fed, medically cared for, and bused to their desired destinations all on our dime. Yeah? It, it's ridiculous. Look, look, I'm going to tell you this right now. The illegal aliens that have infiltrated our country. Yeah, okay, okay, wait till I get to you on this. This is so amazing to me. Especially the way it was written, because people are going to see that and go, huh? Because I, I, I went, huh? Um, the illegal alien issue. Do I want to say what I want to say? I, I'm going to say this. The election of 2024. And I believe this in my heart, and I don't believe this because I'm a MAGA rhino uh, Republican, and there's nothing wrong with that. I, I, I believe that Donald Trump is the man that can actually stop what's happening and start to get us in the right direction. He will not fix it. He will not he will get it he will get it stopped and turned in the right direction. Now, it's going to take the strength of Samson to stop it. But of the two candidates, he's the one, I think, personally. This is just me. And once again, just me. If somehow, God forbid, and that's coming from Arnie, Joe Biden wins the presidency of the United States of America, 
we will cease to be the United States of America. And, and, and it won't because of a civil war. Hell, part of me thinks the civil war might actually do us some good. But it never does. It never does, and, and I'm not going to say that. The civil war will happen, but in a much weirder way. Because if Joe Biden wins and we're guaranteed four more years of this administration, we will implode from the inside. Can we late abort illegals? Fred wanted me to tell you something. I just took a Texas size shit in Arkansas, and the plumbing here can't handle it because it didn't come from the guy's sisters, cousins, or daughters. Thank you. Be sure to tell Fred I said thank you for that. I personally believe that. And and, and it's not he's not gonna sell us to China or anything like that, but we're going to lose everything that makes us American. That's what's going to happen. Because the state of Texas can't keep fighting the illegal, uh, all, all this shit all the time. Federal government just prints more money. They can, they can pay off their lawyers. They can do whatever they want. They just send inflation through the roof even more. Because they don't care. I think there are people that are in the... I, I want to say administration, but that are in Congress right now who carry that guilt with them that I talk about on this show all the time, that American guilt they have. And it's not only guilt for them, it is them. That's what drives them, is to make up for all the wrongs. Well, there's no way to make it up, but they're going to find a way to do so. And what it's going to do is going to completely tear the fabric of this country apart. And it will be the end of what we know as America. Some people have said, I'm, I'm already too late on that, that we are already there. I don't think so because of this wonderful invention called the Internet. And until they start, and, and by the way, they have tried. I'm going to tell you right now, they have tried. You see these commercials? You see when, when Joe Biden comes out and he's talking about that fancy-dancy computer doohickey that he's got attached to his television? I'm a man's man, but this makes me almost cry. I feel like watching the downfall. I pray I'm wrong. Oh, you're not. I'm sorry, King Steve. You're not. But when they offer... You can always tell something is, this is, this is my new meter of my bullshit meter, kind of. Whenever something benefits the schools. You remember for so long how we heard lotteries? Oh, the lotteries are going to improve the schools. I got to tell you, I've seen, now, now. The state of Texas does have some amazing high schools and campuses and football stadiums. Because, you see, they have a football team, and that football team's pretty good, and they can generate revenue. 
The elementary schools that don't have football teams, uh, those are kind of on the old rundown side. The junior highs that, that have football teams but nobody gives a shit about, they're on the rundown side. Where's this lottery money? And you can always tell something's kind of fishy. They're talking about a new gambling proposal here in the state of Texas where they're going to allow gambling and sports betting and not on indigenous land. We're talking about because of what Mark Cuban did by selling the, the Mavericks to the Adelsteins or Sheldon Adelstein's former wife or whatever. They want to bring gambling to Dallas and Texas. I still don't know where I stand on it. I haven't made up my mind. I haven't really thought about it a lot. I think gambling will be the end of sports when we have gambling everywhere. It's just my personal belief. I I don't know how I can take things as true because money does make people do things. People have shaved points in the past before. So, yeah. I'm all for it. Bring the signature, dude. Um. I was driving and couldn't check my phone till now, but there's some ass family members under the impression that illegal aliens are voting in the elections because they don't. Trust me, they don't. No, they can't. Not yet. See, Christopher, that's the point I didn't get to yet. They're trying. They are trying. But they haven't crossed that hurdle yet. Oh, I, I think it's going to get really, really close really, really soon. Uh, Jesse Jamie. Oh, look at that. Jesse Jamie in the house. Good morning to you. Oh, 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 we have those damn slot machines in the grocery stores here in Illinois. Uh, safety guy says Obamacare, Obama phones, public assistance programs, government jobs, government internet, gambling distractions. Uh, hello, communism. Some might think that they're letting dead people vote. Yeah, that happened in, uh, whatchamacallit, in, in Nevada. Maybe not in federal elections, but on the local level, they are absolutely are. Mm. Uh, let's see. Safety guy says control your income, health, communication, information. What about the illegal aliens that are using dead people to vote? Yeah, that, that could be happening. Look, look. The truth of the matter is this is that it's going to take a Herculean effort to stop this. And of the two guys running for president, neither one are Herculean. But if there's a guy who can do something that's of Herculean level, of those two, I would bet on Trump. I'm, I'm just going to say I'd bet on Trump before I'd bet on Joe Biden. Because Joe Biden came out yesterday and decided to blast the Supreme Court, the same court that's allowing him to cut razor wire on the border of Texas and Mexico. He decided to call him out for striking down Roe versus Wade, Wade, blasting the cruelty of policies that can send physicians to jail. And then he brought up this story in Texas about this woman, this mother of two, who got knocked up again and wanted to have an abortion. Well, in the state of Texas, they've changed it. Now you can't get it after six weeks, and we can discuss that and do all that kind of stuff. But the law's in place. 
and she sued and it, because the doctors were saying, I forget what could happen to I I don't think it was going to be death or anything like that. It could have been. But the doctor said no. And even the state of Texas said no. You can't do it. And then all of a sudden, the Supreme Court of Texas said, yes, you can do it. Well, as soon as they said, yes, you can do it, that's when the state attorney general, Ken Paxton, came out and said, nope, injunction. Now, this is the part that didn't make any sense to me. So you get the phone call from your lawyer that the Supreme Court's coming in. They've got a ruling. Okay. The first thing I would do is have hand your have your phone and have their phone connected in the courtroom. The lawyer's in the courtroom. The gal who needs to get flushed, she's at the abortion clinic. And as soon as the Supreme Court says, yes, she can get the abortion, kick that vacuum on and get it done with. But I guess they were at lunch. They were getting their toenails did. I I don't know what they were doing. I don't know what you gals do while you're waiting on a verdict about abortion. By the way, today's joke, thanks to V. Coop. What do you call a guy at an abortion clinic? Relieved. (laughs) You see, Ken Paxson came out like an hour later and said, well, I'm I'm going to put this junction on you. And you can't get one. And do you know what the gal did? The gal went and got an abortion out of state. Which is totally legal to do. That she could have gotten done weeks and weeks ago. But instead, wanted to make a name for themselves... Wanted to be a part of history, I guess, and had this monumental court case against the state of Texas. And he could have easily just gone to another state and got the abortion. Now, some people will like to challenge me on this. Well, Arnie, it's not that easy to go from state to state. Well, here's the thing. You're, you're, you're aborting a life. It shouldn't be that easy. In my opinion. I mean, look, and if you want it that easy, then you should move to a state that makes it that easy. I stand stand on such a fucking middle ground here because I just don't care. And this is such a quote-unquote hot-button issue, and, and now, of course... The Democrats are throwing it out there because this is their chance to change the the minds of the important women voters out there. And by the way, they are totally going after the women voters if you don't don't realize what's happening there. That's all they're doing. And Joe Biden, who's a Catholic, who has denounced it in the past— is now in favor. That's as dumb as letting women vote. It really is. I mean, seriously. I don't care about abortion. If you want one and you want to get one, who am I to... Look, you're, you're the one who has to look in the mirror. Come to California. We hate children and love criminals. 
Now she'll get a book deal. Oh, probably. So can a woman terminate an ectopic? Yes, they can. This was not one of those ectopic pregnancies. But yes, ectopic pregnancies can be terminated in the state of Texas. If you get an abortion, they should sterilize you while they're at. Look, look. And I'm not going to tell anybody what they should feel about abortion. Do we, do we need laws about it? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I mean, it, it's not illegal to not set a bone if you break it. So I, I asked because I experienced an ectopic pregnancy and the methyroxide shot saved my life. Okay, yeah. No, those, they're allowed. I, from, I'm 99% sure that they are allowed because it's an actual medical procedure. Uh, Pam is basically effective, uh, elective abortions are the ones that are banned. Okay. Now, once again, I, I'm going to let you know, here, I'm going to let you know what my personal belief on abortion is this. In the case of rape or incest, a hundred percent should be legal, completely legal. Now. There's no way that I can enforce this. This is there's no way that I could get this on a bill somewhere. But I hate the fact that abortion is used as birth control. I hate it. I, I if, if if I had my druthers, may, maybe you can get three a year. As long as they, as long as they're the, the elective ones. The medical stuff, I, I can't say anything to you. But I don't think it should be used as a form of birth control. But once again, it's not my place to really talk about it. I'm a man. It's not my body. And I, I can look myself in the mirror. And if you can and you can get an abortion, then more power to you. Then I'm not going to say that's what it comes down to in my opinion. But, of course, the president was blasting the right and and the Republicans for saving children's lives. Three, dear God, that's birth control. Stop having sex or use protection. I'm just saying. I I don't know. I, I, I don't know what the numbers are. So the president said, it's, it's wrong of you to save those children's lives. Yesterday, there was a fake robocop, or robocall going out there, telling Joe Biden telling people to not vote. Uh, I'm asking because I don't know. Can they pull DNA from the fetus to use uh, the, the rapist? I don't know. I, I'm not sure. You know what? That would be a great question uh, if we had a, if we had a Stadler on the show. If Ice T could drop by, maybe he could tell, let us know. Back on, baby. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. I I, I don't know how that works. I don't believe in abortion at all. I think it's wrong, but I also believe everyone should have their choice whether to do it or not. 
We will all be judged at the end. That's where I stand, King Steve. I feel like they probably could have only, uh, and the DNA was on file. Okay, yeah, probably. Yeah, but the way the DNA is done now, I mean, it, it's kind of funny how DNA, you, you got to think about it. Kale, you don't live in Northern California. Uh, I know that. They had a, a, a serial killer was found because, like, somebody in his family sent in shit for the, the 23andMe. And it came back, and somehow they matched the DNA. And the guy was an Auburn cop. And he had gotten away with it for, like, 18 years. And then they fucking got him, and, like, everybody was like, hey, this was a big serial killer that was happening in Northern California. DNA can be pulled after eight weeks, okay. I knew that guy. He lived on my street in Citrus Heights. Yeah, I mean, it was a crazy story. They had another guy they caught in in L.A. He was a black serial killer, which is the Golden State Killer. Thank you, Pammy. They caught a black guy in L.A., and he was like the truck stop killer. And it was a big deal because he's a black guy, and and serial killers usually are not black. And they found him because they, they, they got a tip in jail that, like, his son was in jail, and he had the DNA swab. And they tried to match it. They said, oh, this is like one off. They went to the dude's house, pulled out some trash, got like a beer can or something, DNA tested it, boom, solved that case. 19 black dead uh, hookers. Yeah, that was pretty fucking kick ass. So, yeah, I'm not going to be sharing my DNA with fucking with 23andMe. No. Uh, Arizona defensive tackle, Teoli Seva, commits to Texas per on, on three. Uh, there we go. Another commit. Bam. Another good day for the Longhorns. Now, I don't know if y'all heard this story or not. You know what? You know, actually, actually, I'm going to start the next break because we will take a break here after I do this story. You remember how I taught you or told you all about the uh, the homeless navy that, that's happening in San Francisco now? The the bums have gone and they've stolen boats and they're going to other marinas and robbing other boats. Arr, matey. Well, now this is just picturesque. I want you to picture this. A nice summer day in San Francisco. 75 degrees, sunny, not a cloud in sight. And I want you to think about the San Francisco Bay. I don't want you to think about the bums shitting and pissing in there. I want you to think about how glorious it used to be. Oh, the backdrop of the Golden Gate Bridge. Oh, so beautiful. Well... Now, yacht owners are abandoning their vessels in the bay when they get too old and costly to repair. They're scratching off their their registration numbers and just letting them float into the bay. Uh, 
Aye, too many barnacles on the bottom, eh, matey? So they just untie them, let them float away. Poop-odored breezes wafting gently through the air. Looks like my work um, got uh, extended. I have some free time on my hands. Any ass family members having any information on the court date I might be attending? Uh, I didn't see. Uh, I Oh, I think it's uh, early February. Might be on Valentine's Day. The Bay Area bum pirates, yes. Now, but but now the the owners of these yachts are saying, "Well, we can't maintain this boat anymore. We don't want to pay for this, so we're just going to pull up anchor and let it float away." <laughs> oh, San Francisco, you are gorgeous, gorgeous. Let let me just tell you, the Sunshine State, gorgeous, gorgeous. A uh, boat girl says February thirteenth, eight thirty a.m. I'm not. I'm not saying a word. That, that's when the date is okay. <laughs> There's an opportunity for a new DIY show, y- yacht rehab, pollute the streets and the water. Yeah, sounds like a hey, great job there, uh, Mayor London, whatever your fat fucking name is, fat ugly gal. Just following up from one of the the worst mayors of all time, Gavin Newsom. After Willie Brown fucking ran that town and in, in, down into the ground. By the way, uh, before I go to break, he was on. Uh, he was on Bill Maher recently. Did I, did I delete the story? He was on and he's talking, but he wouldn't answer about running for president. Maybe he'll spend Valentine's Day in the bars or behind him. Stacy says, I'm amazed by this. Welcome to California. London Breed, that's her name, Fat London Breed. Terrible mayor. God almighty. Not since Ray Negan let people die in Hurricane Katrina in New Orleans have we seen such a terrible fucking mayor. Kamala raised Willie's flag. Oh, all the time. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You know what? Let's keep the 80s going. I I, I have a whole music list. Uh, oh, wait. wait. Uh, that's how I know it. All right. By that. We'll just keep this going. We'll play one song. That's all it's going to take. Uh, because, well, there we go. That's the one I want. This one right here. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can write me there. Listener mail tomorrow.
I just mean he could stand to hit the treadmill every once in a while. Stop. Jesus, man, you ever hear of a salad? Your mom's. No? All right. The Artie State Show. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Welcome back to the big show here on a Tuesday, a rainy Tuesday here in the great state of Texas. If you missed the first hour and a half, no problem. Go to the new and improved ArnieRadio.com and you will be able to pick it up there. If you are a member, $4.99 a month, all you got to do is sign up. Real, real easy to do. Chuck says, well, y'all got me to work safely. Have a great day, ass family. See y'all tomorrow live for Hump Day shenanigans. Looking forward to hearing the rest of today's show this afternoon at work. Chuck, have a great day, my man. Triple T says, what's the reasoning for Dr. Pepper can on your eyes? Oh, you're watching that. Uh, during the break, I had to go out and get a, another Dr. Pepper. And I don't know why I do this. I've been doing it my entire life. If I get a cold can of soda, 
one of the first things I do is I put it up against my eyes. Now, this could have been something that was done to me by Edna or even my dad, Jerry. Um, but I always found comfort and relief when I, when I put it on my eyes. It cools my eyes. I've always done it. I don't know why I do it. Look, look, I come from a family of home remedies. Oh, look, look here. My parent, my, my, my grandma and my dad had some weird shit. If you had a sore throat, the hand to God story here. I don't know why they would use Vicks Vapor Rub, but but Joe Coy and his Filipinos, y'all ain't got nothing on my grandma Edna. She would slap your ass some 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 Vicks Vapor Rub right on your chest, and then tie a sock around your neck. Hold on a second. I, I, I don't know if y'all were picking up on that part right there. Uh, but, 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 so she put the Vicks Vapor Rub on me. God damn it, where the hell did it go? And then tie a sock around my neck. Did you hear me? Did you hear what I just said? And your sore throat went away. I hated that because I didn't want to tie a dirty ass sock around my neck. They had other things. My dad would always sleep with a bar of soap in his sheets because it helped his restless legs, which, by the way, it, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Um, but, yeah, so that's why the Dr. Pepper on my eyes, it just cools my eyes. I don't know why I do it. I've done it forever. Um, Cadam says he pled not guilty. Yeah, from, from what I – look, look. I'm not going to talk a lot about it until the, the court date, which is February 13th, 8.30 in the morning. Because um, I don't want to get I, – I know why he's doing it. I, I, I see the writing on the wall. You'll see the writing on on the wall for that. It, I think it's sad, but okay. Uh, in route to my grandpa's funeral, I'm so sorry, Alicia. Uh, glad to have ass entertain us all the way down uh, to the gay bay. Yeah, I will do that, I promise. Uh, XXG Force, good morning to you. Good Lord. I've wined and dined with kings and queens, and I've slept in alleys and dined on pork and beans. This morning, ass had a late start today. Uh, <laughs> uh, I do tons of shit for no reason, lol. Uh, a bar of soap, huh? Yeah. Oh, if I, if I were to walk in that courtroom, my my God, I, I think he might poop himself. Blake says hi. So does Boykind in the Pebble. Pebble Boykind, you're growing up to be good men. Blake, you're a good man. I don't know how you eat all those fucking beets, but hey, keep it up. Boykind Pebble, when I meet you, don't worry. I will have candy for you. I will have processed foods for you. When you, when you meet the world of processed foods, you will enjoy them, my friends. And by the way, when you become pro wrestlers, I want to get a cut of something. Uh, as someone who was raised by a Mexican grandmother, I fully understand the vapor rub. Grandma used Vicks for every damn thing, but what the fuck was the sock for? I don't know. Christopher, I have no idea why they did some of the things they did. My my all time va- my my favorite thing that my dad did though. 
my dad loved infomercials and ordering shit from TV. My Russian family did the VIX. VIX is like the magic cure for everything. You slap some of that shit on, you're feeling better immediately. And by the way, that's a smell you can't wash off for days. They might have improved it. But man, oh man, that stuff used to, you could, you put it on your chest because you're inhaling from your chest. You never have to use Vips Vapor Rub again. My mom gave me coffee enemas. Holy Lord. Italians do the Vicks as well. Ferdinand, Ferdinand in the house. Good morning. Wait, hold on a second here. Let, let's do this properly for Ferdinand here. Um, Ferdinand! Can't wait to show you to the rest of the guys. They're going to fertilize the yard. Just logged on. Happy to be here. Hope everyone's doing well on this Tuesday. My grandma used to put Vicks Vapor Rub around my nostrils. Grandma would put Vicks on her feet and put socks on us with... I did that one, too! I did that one, too. That was if you were sick. They put Vicks on your feet, and then they put socks on. It's the only time I was ever allowed to sleep with socks on. My wife is Mexican, and she thinks Vicks cures everything. I smell at night. My mom would give me hot toddies with Sambuca for my ailments. <laughs> See, you had fun parents. Um... My, uh, my wife's mother's from Mexico and used cayenne pepper for everything. Pack it in the, in the cuts. Make the tincture for runny nose. Oh, for cuts? Oh, my, my home remedy is I, if, if I have a cut on my finger or something, I'll just stick it in a can of Copenhagen. Vix is like Tussin for Joe Murphy words. Tussin. You got a bad back? Drink some Tussin. Uh, socks were so it wouldn't get on the sheets, pretty much. Oh, gosh, those old home remedies. They had one that included, I forget, like 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 steam. They wanted to use steam. I, I, it wasn't the old, you know, head over a boiling water, you know, with a, a towel over your head. It wasn't that. It was something weird. I forget what it was. But my dad... My dad thought that he could fix his own vision. I know. And uh, hey, hey, this this is true. This is real. So my father would order stuff offline. My my dad ordered a, a course on speed reading online, and he became a speed reader. And he kind of showed me some techniques on how to speed read, and, and uh, it was okay. I, I didn't really want to learn it. Because I didn't really buy that my dad was learning speed reading, but, you know, I was a teenage punk kid. The greatest thing he ever did, though, was he wanted to improve his eyesight. Because my dad was a very vain guy. And that's I, I get my vanity from my dad and my mom. Yeah, I, look, I, I know it's bad, but, hey, I have it, and I already know I have it. My dad never really wanted to wear glasses. He didn't like wearing glasses. And my dad was blind as a fucking bat. So one time he ordered this thing offline, and all it was was like a stand. This is this is so this is one of my favorite dad stories, and it was like a candle stand. And what you would have to do is you'd light this candle, right, and you cover one eye. It gave you an eye patch, and then you would just stare at the fucking light. You would stare at the, at the flame. For like a half hour. 
And then you'd switch eyes, and you would stare at it with the other eye for like a half hour. And my father claimed it worked. It didn't work. It didn't work. But he, I, 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 I would walk in, I would walk into his piano room in the afternoon, and I would see him doing that. And I'm like, I, I would just, I would have to walk away. I was like, Dad, you were, you were supplying me with endless stories for the rest of my life. Oh yeah. Oh God. That's working. Hey, Art, I, I can see a lot better. I'm like, no, you can't. Just stop. Oh, it really works. <laughs> All right, the story they don't know if y'all heard about or not. Now, I'm a big sports fan. Uh, is that like the thing he bought to help his golf swing? Oh, fuck, what thing? He bought clubs. He bought, he bought everything to try to help his golf swing. A Kansas City homeowner decided that he was going to have a big watching party for the the game recently between the Chiefs and the Bills. Okay, we've all done that, right? We've all had a party over, Super Bowl party. He's got a divisional party. He's just recovering from the blindness from staring at the flame. Oh, it was so great. And when I would give him, when I'd give him shit about it, he would get so he would get so defenseless. He, he, look, it worked. It did work for a little while. That was his whole thing. It worked for a little while. Then I stopped doing it. If I'd have kept doing it, I'd still be seeing good today. Um, police have questioned the man. I'm saying, wait a second. They're questioning a guy for having a watching party. Well. It seems that the man's friends, Ricky Johnson, who's 38, Clayton McGinney, 36, and 37-year-old David Harrington were all at this fine gathering. And friends and family members say they all gathered at the friend's house to watch Chiefs game against the Chargers on January 7th. Police department announced that the men's bodies were discovered at 9:51 on January 9th, after one of the man's fiancés questioned or requested a welfare check. What had happened is they froze in the man's backyard. The captain of the police says, first and foremost, we're not investigating this as a homicide. There have not been any arrests or charges, and no one's in custody. The resident of the house was cooperative with detectives the day the deceased were discovered. It's unclear whether alcohol or drugs were involved. Wait a second here. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and tell you what happened. Um... So they're watching the Chiefs-Chargers game. I don't remember who won. Don't care because Chiefs are still in. Um, and these three guys, they're, they're having a little watching party for the game. And they're getting pretty hammered. I'm betting because I'm seeing a picture of these guys all together. And, well, they all have beers. So I'm guessing that maybe. Maybe they didn't have to work the next day. So they got a little, little extra drunk. Well... One thing leads to another. Maybe they went outside for a smoke. And maybe they were real, real drunk. 
And through the shivering and everything, they just ended up passing out. Um, and they never woke up. I mean, they, they weren't like friends of Joe Biden. I mean, if you have Joe Biden as a friend, you, you at least have this. Kids literally, as I said, uh, they woke up dead. These three guys obviously woke up dead. One of the neighbors said, it's very scary because I heard nothing. I'm home most of the time, but I didn't hear anything. It's kind of disturbing. It makes you wonder what's going on. But if we don't know yet, could have gotten uh, that cold all of a sudden. Uh, allegedly, so <laughs> how is it that you got three dead bodies outside your back door and you don't notice it for a day? Like, did, do you not go out? Do you not use the back door at all? Like, you don't go in the backyard? I, I, I'm just asking. I'm, I'm not trying to judge here. I'm just asking. And why did it take an extra day? Why didn't, like, the fiance come over to dude's house and go, hey, have you seen Jim Bob? Well, Jim Bob didn't come home last night. Jim Bob was over here getting his damn drink on, watching the Chiefs game, and just wondering, uh, can I maybe look around for him? That's one cool party. Fucking hey, that guy's party. You go to that guy's party, you might die. Wow. Um, allegedly, they claim they sent numerous messages to the homeowner days before police were called. This man was inside his home alive while my friends were dead in his yard for who knows how long. They were all hanging out since after the game Sunday. He knew people were looking for him. He read messages of people searching for him on Tuesday. Yeah, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you hear your three friends are missing, you're probably going to go out and look. You ain't just going to open the back door and go, hey, there's Jim. You're probably going to get in your car and you're going to search the area. It's like car accidents that happen close to your home. Most car accidents happen close to your home. Why? Because you're not paying attention. These people ain't paying attention. They got three dead fucking frozen popsicles in their backyard. They got some chief sickles going on. Um, two of the cars were parked outside of his house, and the homeowner says it's not unusual for his friends to leave the cars there. They don't know. They still haven't gotten the autopsy because they're waiting, I guess, for the bodies to thaw out. The homeowner has gotten a lawyer, and through the homeowner, uh, it says, on behalf of the homeowner and his family, we wish to express our deepest sympathies uh, to the friends and family members of these young men. Didn't put in a go Chiefs. You'd figure you'd put in a go Chiefs. What a crazy story. Well, that's one you got to disclose to the realtor. Yeah, we're selling the house. Yeah, well, we're selling it because three guys died in our backyard. 
Yeah, they, they, they froze to death. No biggie. It shouldn't affect anything. Go Chiefs. Uh, sounds like a tweaker story. It could be. It is in Missouri after all. This story, uh, this story shouldn't shock, shouldn't surprise, shouldn't shouldn't catch you off guard. But surprise, surprise, surprise! Rates of gender dysphoria have soared in every state since 2018, with children now making up one in five diagnoses. In California, it's jumped 102%. Utah, 193%. Indiana, 247% increase in the number of gender dysphoria cases. I'm shocked. (sighs) AKA, I don't have any real problems, so I need to create problems. Virginia and India. Virginia had 274%. Good God. Meanwhile, the report also found out the number of sex change surgeries been carried out each year is rapidly rising, up to 40% in some places. You, you know, I'm just, I'm just going to tell you this right now. Wow, here's a, here's a weird stat. I'm going to give this to y'all. I'm going to give this this page to y'all. Transgender children by state, and it's less than 1% in most states. Uh, The heaviest states are New York and New Mexico. California is is close in there. It's 1% to 2%. Then there's transgender adults by state. Wow. The the heaviest is 0.7% to 1%. No, not 2.9%. So what you're telling me is this. A majority of Americans, it's less than a percent of people in each state is transgender, less than 1%. So if you had 100 people in a room, less than one of those would be a transgender person. So we're changing laws and we're changing everything we do for inclusion purposes Based on a half a person? At what point are we going to start treating this gender identity bullshit like what it actually is? Child abuse and mental disorders. Christopher, I wish I knew. These numbers should wake you up and go, wait a second. Wait one second here. Um, why do we have to go through all of this? to help less than one out of 100 people. It takes 200 people to get one person. 
if you put all the numbers together. And we're changing laws and everything based on that one person for a mental illness that they have. Have I laid this out enough for you yet to talk to you about how stupid and how ridiculous this all is? And you can have your stories now about kids coming out and more people coming out and wanting to do this and wanting to do that. You should just look at him and go, you know what, let, let me give you a hug since your mama didn't. Let, 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 me, let, me give, let me shower you with attention because that's what you need. Because that's all this is. I'm tired of playing the game. I, I really am tired of playing the game. I'm too old, I'm too fat, and I'm too tired. My knees hurt too much. Not, not since Alicia helped me with the heating pad, though, but thank you, Alicia. Um, to keep fighting this. This is not the good fight. This is not the fight that's going to make us great again. Th- there doesn't even need to be a fight. We need to just step on this and say, enough. Okay? We let you have your way for a couple years. We let you run roughshod. We let you do what, what you thought was right and correct and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, bully for you. Awesome. Good job. Way to set us back 30 years. But, hey, great job. Once we have celebrities chiming in against it, we'll see it change. I hope Adele goes through the sex change. God damn it. God damn it, Alicia. Comes Adam before realizing that she really needs to be Adele again. There you go. Hello. Yes, hello, Adam. It's me. Is it Adam or Adele? I was wondering How do you get Adam? if after all these years you'd like to meet. You, you should name him Adolphus. Oh no, Ugga Ten has died. Oh my god. Mascot for the University of Georgia. Well, oh, oh. <laughs> Now, I'm not trying to make fun of anybody's mascots because I understand mascots mean something to people. Do we have a, a cause of death? Was it due to suicide? The reason why I ask if Ugaten has committed suicide is because there is a certain team that will be traveling this year to Athens, Georgia. And uh, they will probably be bringing a, a, a longhorn steer who's had a run-in with Ugga. Yeah, they bought that little shit turd out, Try to meet fucking Bevo. Bevo said, uh-uh. Only time I've ever enjoyed seeing a horns go down. Give them hell, give them hell. Oh, you sucks. It's the parents' fault, in my opinion, if the moms who wanted a girl and ended up with a boy, so they pushed this bullshit on them and confused them. Next thing, Timmy is now Tammy in a tutu. I have a, a small theory, okay? And, and, and by the way, ladies, if I, I'm not coming after you here, okay? You know that I'm a proponent of women on this show. I stand up for women and women's rights. I've long defined what I believe a woman is. I'm not afraid to say it. A woman is someone who is born with all the right parts. Now, do all the right parts work? No. But that's what a woman is. A woman is someone who is born with the ability to give birth. 
Hopefully, Bevo can give Ugo Levin a heart attack next season. Now, now I say all this. You're just a woman with a small brain, with a brain a third the size of us. It's yeah. science. Mm-hmm. Um, this is my theory, and 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 this 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 could lead into the transgender talk here. I don't know a lot about this, and I could be a hundred percent wrong. I could be a million percent wrong, and I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm not trying to be funny here. But this is just what I thought. And it all starts with postpartum depression, which I know is a real thing. And I'm not saying it's not. But I think I know what helps cause it. So I want you to think about this. Um. For about eight and a half months, because a lot of women wait to say they're pregnant, they get through the first trimester, all that kind of bullshit, right? You know, they 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 get a a lot of people know after about you know a month or so, or maybe two months, that they're knocked up. So you only got seven months of this. But for seven months, you're continually told how great you look, about this glow that's around you. People are touching you. People are falling down to help you. For the most part, I'm not saying all, but you have all these people that are willing to help you because you're pregnant, because you're doing the most important job that can be done, and that is sustaining life and creating it. And once the baby comes out, this is where I think the postpartum depression comes in, something that might play into it is that people are no longer gushing over you. All that attention that you've had nonstop for the last eight months is now taken away from you almost completely and given to the baby. And people now continually tell you how tired you look how hard this is going to be, their bullshit of the terrible twos and things like that. And I think that's what sets a lot of people into a a, a major depression is because you were waited on hand and foot for, for seven months. And think about it. You were waited on hand and foot all for fucking. You decided to fuck one night. Lo and behold, you get knocked up, and now people are are at the altar worshiping you almost. Okay, let's see. Having dealt with postpartum, it has absolutely nothing to do with not having positive attention on me. As literally a major hormonal change and not having sleep doesn't help either. Okay, like I said, like I said, this is all just things I thought of. I'm not trying to put you down. I'm 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 trying to help. That's what I'm trying to do. So now I can see where this postpartum depression, in my case, comes in to where now she's mad that she didn't have a girl, she had a boy, so now she wants a girl, and she's going to have her way set because she doesn't never want to do that fucking birthing thing again because it hurt and this whole postpartum depression thing. And you get some people out there, they're just completely fucked up, like that African-American Charlize Theron. She is about as African-American. She is, she is more African-American. I'll say this right now. Charlize Theron 
is more African-American than Cedric the Entertainer. Check it out. But she adopted a kid. She she adopted a kid, and, and I believe his name was... And at the age of four, we'll call him Bird Call, little Bird Call there, said, Mama, I'm a girl. At four. Four years old. And what did the African-American Charlize Theron do? Acquiesced. Gave in. Started buying girl clothes for her son. Now, this is a kid that was, that was out hunting lions and goats just a few years ago. Didn't have any worries about being a boy or girl, just wanted to not get eaten by a tiger somewhere. Safety guy says, oh, no, you're not. You mean her daughter. No, I mean her son. Because you allowed a four-year-old to have ice cream for breakfast. That's, that's the easiest way to put it. Every decision now in your household has to be made by your four-year-old because you're allowing a four-year-old to control their life. And you can say, well, wait a second. Shouldn't a four-year-old control their life? No. Their brain isn't developed. They don't know what they're doing. Four-year-olds, most of them, can't read. I'm for sure they can't drive. But... We're going to allow them. Can they balance a checkbook? I Probably not at four. But what we're saying is you can choose the rest of your life now at the age of four when you don't have, you don't even have the questions for the answers you need. And we're giving in. And as a country, we've given in. We've allowed these parents to do this on a daily basis. There was a picture recently of one of fucking the Joe Lee Pitt kids. I don't know. It was this Shiloh or whatever. The girl that was going to become a boy and then dressed like a boy and said, no, I want to be a girl again. Thank God they didn't have the detit me surgery. Hadn't gotten the adedictomy yet either. But then came out and said, no, I'm going to be a girl. And they just photographed her like in a dance club or something, like dancing. She looked pretty happy to me. Mom, I want a tattoo, a pack of smokes and some bourbon. Shit, I I can see a four-year-old that. A four-year-old Arnie would have wanted a tattoo. They did give her hormone blockers at four. At four. You might as well give your kid Jack Daniels. Used to love them candy cigs. Fuck the candy cigs. Why do you got to be 18 to smoke? If you can pick out your sexual orientation at four. Four. 
Yes, the numbers of gender dysphoria are going up in America. And all I can say is... Shocking. Boy, I tell you what. In about 10 years, when I'm in that state-run nursing home, these are the people that are going to be providing safety to me? Oh, God. Oh, my God. I'm going to end up dying hand fighting. I'm going to be in in hand-to-hand combat when I'm about 68 years old with some wacky person from the Far East. Hopefully it's not you, Mage, because I know you probably know some karate. Just uh, pimp your kid out at that point. They're already mentally fucked. How is this not child abuse? Fucking bullshit. They don't know anything. This question never ever gets answered, and and I would I would I would ask this in a second if I had Charlize there on on the show, and we were talking about her. Uh, wait, wait a second. I th- think her baby's name is. That's it. That is it. Mm-hmm. There you go. It's long. <laughs> that was a double click in there, by the way. Um, my kid wanted to be a cat when he was three. I guess I should have let him shit in the litter box instead of the toilet. Chicks with dicks used to be a joke. Sadly, now it's real. Jazzman says, I still can't understand how the creator could be so wrong at putting these souls in the wrong bodies. Well, it's funny that you bring that up because Joe Rogan asked the question, if you're actually born a woman, then you already have the hormones, don't you? Control the information, change language, confuse and brainwash the kids. You have successfully taken over our nation. What are the odds the kid's a vegan as well? Oh, yeah. Isn't that a girl's name? I think so, Stinkfist, but, you, you know, I'm not here to, to misgender anybody. So my question is this, if I had Charlize Theron on, and I would say, if your little son, Click Click, I'm sorry, your daughter, Click Click, at age four came to you and said, Mama, I'm a fire truck. Would you equip her with hoses and a Dalmatian? Well, wait, wait, wait a second. I, I'm, I'm sorry, Miss Theron, you African-American, you. Um, that, how is that ridiculous that he says he's a fire truck when he also says he's a girl? It's the exact same thing. And please tell me how I'm different, how it's different. It's, it's not different because you see, you can't be a girl off subject. I'm so upset and embarrassed. My son is quitting the fire Academy after two weeks. So that sucks. That sucks. He doesn't want to deal with the ladders. Mm. Our only hope is Trump, and that is just a lame-ass fad. The the only the, look the the only help is is us. I'm I'm a race car. I'm gay. I'm a lesbian. I am actually pansexual. I am transgender. 
I'm a race car. <laughs> That's awful. That's so bad. Oh, Pam, uh, Pam, just tell him to tell him to take a couple days off. Is, is he a, is he afraid of heights? Is that what it is? Because I wouldn't be a fireman then. That sucks. I identify as a millionaire. Give me your money. Do you think Charlize yells, get in here, you little Joe Murphy word? She probably thinks she, she has. Well, she does have a past, though. I mean, she is African-American. Uh, yeah, Christopher, that thing is so old. I, I'm not going to put that one up there. That one's so old. But, yeah, good idea to have that as video of the day. Um, speaking of this new generation, they have a new worry out there. It's called Hangxiety. Hangxiety is forcing Gen Z to ditch their alcohol as experts claim young people experience heightened feelings of stress and anxiety after heavy drinking. Well, now we got something I'm a true expert on. Is being between the ages of 18 and 24 and drinking excessive amounts of alcohol. Um, they fear uh, social media-induced anxiety, a combination of hangover and anxiety. Thank you for drawing that out for us there, uh, writer of this story. Experts claim the feeling of stress and anxiety after heavy drinking are exasperated. Uh, who face additional fear of having their drunken exploits plastered across TikTok, Snapchat, and Instagram. Um, okay, because you have social media, more people can find out that you're a stupid drunk. We had cameras. We had Polaroids. My friend Donnie and I, one night, uh, we decided that we were going to get drunk. We are going to dress up. We are going to go to Cowboys Sports or Cowboys uh, Nightclub, even though I wasn't old enough, but I had a fake ID. We were going to go there. We are going we're gonna to drink some beer, and we are going to listen to some country music. Well, things took a sideways turn. And it was too late to go to the beer store. So we had to go to Donnie's parents' house who were out of town. Or it was a Sunday. It was that's what it, it was a Sunday. Clubs that you could serve alcohol, but you couldn't go to any liquor store. So it was yeah, that's what it was. It was a Sunday. Meaning you couldn't buy alcohol. So we had to go by Donnie's house and we stole a big bottle of J and B scotch. Now, we stole it because it said blended whiskey. And we thought, hey, we drink Jack Daniels all the time. This is the same thing. No, 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 no. We actually mixed the scotch with Coke. Bad move. And ended up getting really, really hammered. Now, I'm not proud of this, but... um. The whole plan that night was, I thought, was to go to Cowboys, but that was not the plan. Donnie had a much sinister, more sinister plan. 
Um, he wanted to go see his ex-girlfriend at the time. And it was funny because her name was Maria. So we had Donnie and Maria. It, it was like Donnie and Marie, but Donnie and Maria. Well, we went to her house. And he went in through the window. And I sat in his truck. Now, in his truck, and this is 1987, 88, somewhere around there, the summer. And uh, I'm, I'm sitting in the truck, and he's inside for quite some time. And I am quite hammered because he left the bottle out there with me. So I decide, what does any good friend do but snoops through his glove compartment? And he had this shitty little uh, Nissan truck at the time. And I opened the glove compartment, and there was one of them. Y'all remember them rectangle cameras? Everybody's aunt and grandma maybe had one of them rectile cameras. Like, we had a Kodak disc man, but these were the, these were the strong the, the ones you'd click. Well, he had one of them. And I believe that I am responsible for the first selfies ever on earth because that night I just took pictures of myself in a drunken stupor sitting sitting in Donnie's truck. Now, those pictures made the Internet a few years ago. I forget how. I think he put them up or he he sent them to me and I put them up. And you can just tell how hammered I am. I've obviously fallen down at some point because my cowboy hat's fucked up. How much was the bottle? It was J&B scotch. It wasn't expensive scotch. It was cheap. It, it was just well scotch. Just drink through the hangover like a real man. You're a genius safety guy. Free Medicare benefits for everyone. You just solved entitlement problem. Yeah. I identify as retired. Time to collect Social Security. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm bi, and I'm sorry, I'm a female that's a tomboy. What happened to girls calling themselves tomboys versus calling themselves a guy? I don't know, Christine. I just don't know. Did you have to attach the flashbulb on top? No, that was my grandma's camera. My, my grandma had one of them cameras where you put the flash on top, you screw it in. I remember those. I'm a tomboy too, Christine. I think they just want to get rid of us and completely have genders look alike certain things. Girls have to be this type of box and boys in this box rather than just accepting some boys are more effeminate and some girls aren't super feminine. Yeah, the flash cube. cube. Yeah, so so we're, well, we have to get, we, we can't drink anymore because people might put us on social media. What a bunch of fucking fags. I, I mean, seriously. Oh, those guys are fags. Man, oh, man, if we had social media back in the day, do you know how much trouble we would have got in with social media? I thank God we didn't have social media back in my day. I think of the greatest party that was ever thrown in my, in my time, and I was, I was a part thrower of this party. My buddy David Howe. We worked at the water park together. His daddy was pretty well off. He had a nice big house, big pool in the backyard, hot tub. Well, 
Dave would always have parties. His dad would go out of town all the time. Dave would always have parties. So one year, uh, we, we, we said, let's have the big one. And we had a toga party. We had a toga party at Dave's house. And it was right around the time uh, Run DMC's Tougher Than Leather came out. I think it was, was it Tougher Than Lever? Lever? Lever. What is wrong with me? Um, make sure I get the album name right. I don't want. I don't want to do that to y'all. Where's Run DMC? Oh, I don't like when it does this. No, it wasn't that. It was uh. Well, it might have been this, but we called the party. We had. We had. We We called it the Who's House Toga Party. That is tougher than leather. Thank you, Gold. Appreciate it. Shit, I know my run DMC. We had this party, and it was for the water park only. And this was the big party of the summer. We had like five kegs there. I mean, it, it, it was it was it was awesome. And 380 people showed up to this party. There were no flyers. Well, we heard there were some flyers being thrown around later. But there was no social media. And there was only one fight. This guy that we worked with, Steve Cookiehead Johnson. We all called him Cookiehead. He was like the toughest guy at the water park, but we all called him Cookiehead. Cookiehead beat the hell out of some kid. But we had that party, and man, oh man, did we get hammered. We got what shit housed. And you know what we did the next day? We worked at the water park. Not very safe, mind you, a bunch of 17-year-olds hungover guarding water, you know, swimmers. Uh, Arnie, did you... uh you did, Arnie. It's called Photos in the Bathroom Wall. Of course we would put that shit up. If somebody got really, really fucked up, we did stuff to them, we would take pictures of them. But it was like, it was, it was a badge of honor. God, we've changed so much as a society. We've gotten so weak. Me projectile barfing on a girl that I liked is a badge of honor that I'm still talked about today. Either got directions from the crackhead on the corner or learned how to read a map. Exactly. I would bump the cassettes on my parents' TV with the stereo built in. Who's raising hell was the one tricky in there. Uh, Down with the king came later, tougher than leather. It started their downfall, LOL. Their downfall happened when their DJ was fucking just killed. When Jam Master J died, it was all over. Hangxiety. Good God almighty. All right, we're going to take one more break here. And then, boy, oh, boy. We, you know what? No break. No break. No. Uh-uh, we ain't going to take a break here. 
Because we, we have to get to the, the, the pile of stupidity. And you're saying, wait a second, Arnie. Wait one second here. The pile of stupidity? Haven't we been talking about it? Well, I'm just going to tell you. I'm just going to tell you. It's getting worse every single fucking day. It, it, the second story alone. The second story alone should tell you how we have lost it as a world, as a people, as a group. It's three stories about the stupid, this movement is on a rocket ship. And it started with this first story that happened back in 1931. This is how we're developing our stupidity. A couple named Winthrop and Lula Kellogg decided to conduct an experiment in 1931. They adopted a chimpanzee named Donald. And then they had a baby. And they wanted to raise the baby and the chimpanzee at the same time to see what the experimental process would be like. They wanted to run it for five years, but it was abandoned after after nine months when they noticed chilling changes in the behavior of their son. Look around here. There's enough niggas in here to make a Tarzan movie. That was not said in this story, no. Winthrop devised an experiment after becoming fascinated with wolf children of India. You know, them hairy-ass kids? He said, you know what? Raising a kid out in the wild, that would be unethical and dangerous. Let's raise a kid with a chimpanzee. Because that's not unethical or dangerous. Baby Donald and his sister, Gia were woken up at the same time and fed together. They were dressed alike as babies, sporting rompers or a diaper, even little shoes. They both enjoyed meals in a high chair, which was wheeled around in a stroller and slept in a bed. At the end of the day, she, like Donald, was given a kiss goodnight. The couple then sat there attempting to teach Gia the same skills as a toddler. She learned how to eat using a spoon, drink from a glass, open doors, long before Donald, the monkey, acquired those skills. But the monkey started to develop. And it started to surpass Gia. That is until the the monkey reached its main level of learning. Their their parents filmed the whole thing. One of the experiments they had was to find out what their reaction would be to a loud noise. So what did they do? They fired a gun in front of the two. Both the baby and the monkey spun around quickly 
But it was until the monkey started crying that the experiment was over. Now, here's the problem, is that the baby, the human, started to develop walking on all fours, dragging their knuckles, and eating with their hands. So once Donald the chimp stopped fucking growing as a human, the human started growing down to be a chimpanzee. By the way, what did you fucking think was going to happen? Surprise, surprise, surprise. I need to get to the end of the story. The study concluded that there are definite limits to the degree of humanization that can be achieved. This is, oh, God damn. This is fucking terrible. Oh, no, Gia was the monkey. Donald was the baby. Gia was returned to captivity and became the subject of another experiment. In a short time, Gia's life had gone from a child reared in a human home, complete with a two-parent family, to being caged in a lab of primates. Gia, two years later, sadly, contracted pneumonia and died. There are definite limits to the degree of you. You think? Come on. You know, some smart people should not have kids. What did you, did you think that the monkey was going to fucking start talking and being able to drive a car? Hold down a nine to five? Maybe start his own weird monkey family? The baby cried and the chimp tore my face off. No shit. Little is known on the impact of Donald. Here, oh, God damn it. <laughs> this story just got it so bad. I shouldn't be laughing at it, but I'm not shocked. <laughs> oh, God. This is going to be hard to read with a straight face, but I'm going to try. Little is known about the impact of the experiment on Donald, the actual baby. But at the age of 43 in 1973, he took his own life. This coming after the death of both his parents in 1972. Shocking. Where else was he going to get his bananas? What, 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 what? See, I, I told you this pile was stupid. I told you it was stupid. But now we have reached the epitome of stupidity in the world. The world's, they say, forget about the super yacht. You know, these things like Jerry Jones has and Conor McGregor has spent millions upon millions of dollars on these these luxury yachts and ocean liners. What the fuck? Such a sad, sad, stupid story. Exactly. A 
I could just let it float away in San Francisco Bay. Oh, no, safety guy, not this one. The world's first super submarine featuring a swimming pool, wine cellar, and movie cinema can hold up to 20 people underwater for four weeks and only costs $2 billion. The Migaloo M5 can hold 20 passengers and 40 crew members on a luxury trip. It can dive to the depth of 820 feet, but has the same features as a super yacht. Now, the same features that it has as a super yacht is that it can both sink. Gibby, you're you're picking up what I'm putting down. Didn't we learn anything just a few short months ago? Didn't we learn that submarines should probably be an only military thing? Didn't we have a submarine just implode? And now we're trying to sell a $2 billion one that can kill 20 people, or I'm sorry, 60 people with the cast and crew? (laughs) What is going on? Didn't the submarine business have a bad year last year? Awful. Why not have a private submarine for people to pay and go on? It worked out really well last time. Uh, Arnie would go on the sub with a belly full of beans and eggs. Oh, I'm just telling you right now. I would be the worst person to ever get on a submarine with. Because if I knew that I was going on a submarine, first of all, I know I'm going to die. Just let people go. We need less idiots reproducing. Idiocracy, it's fast. So this thing is long, hard, and full of semen, but it's just much bigger than a normal one. Are they going to name the submarine a Mandino? <laughs> I'm just telling you. If I know the night before, hey, hey, Arnie came through on the uh, submarine trip. Oh, I did. Oh, well. Uh, where's the closest? Ponchos? I'm going to need some ponchos. I'm going to need some, some, some baked beans. Oh, yeah, do you have any hard-boiled eggs? Maybe make me some deviled eggs while you're at it. Are you serious? Like, like the guy who's building this thing, right? Because I guess it's, uh, it's called a Migaloo. Mandingo is close, Christopher. It's the future of yachting, they say. It measures 543 feet long. Question. Question. Um, why do you need a swimming pool on a submarine? See, if I see standing water on a submarine, I'm getting scared. A wine cellar. How far below does it go? Has this thing been built yet? Um, 
Our target group are visionary billionaires with or without existing super yachts. It is a completely new development. Such a project will require corresponding monetary resources, take a lot of time for design. You're still going to go through with this. Did you not learn anything? This is like heaven's gates for swimmers. Will it be piloted by a PlayStation remote that they got from Wish? It should have a screen door, too. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> like, he's sitting there, he's drawing this shit up. The pool on the Titanic is still full. That's not a lie. That That's the truest thing that's been said. Thank you, swoosh. Like, the dude's sitting there in his fucking, you know, in, in his drafting chair, and he's drawing up the designs of this, and all of a sudden he's got TV up on in the corner. It says, uh, uh, it's in Austria, so uh, it's in German. Sieg Heil! No, they don't say that on every broadcast. But they, they're like, hey, this, uh, well, man, this, this weird thing happened. These people were going to visit the remains of the Titanic, and we've lost the submarine. Boy, I tell you what, that's when I get the eraser going. <laughs> well, <laughs> honey, it doesn't look like we're getting that $2 billion anytime soon. Titanic is full of moose out front, should have told you. Honey, I'm going to go for a swim in the submarine pool. You go do that, honey. Like, like is, it, is it double bad for you if, like, the pool is eight feet deep? And you go eight feet deep down, and you're already 200 feet down? I mean, what, what what's the math there? You going to have the bends? Don't, don't, don't travel on submarines. USS Milton Berle. Do they serve you sub sandwiches on board? For $2 billion, they better be serving me some fucking fresh catch of the day. And by fresh catch of the day, I want somebody... I want there to be an attachment to the submarine that's like an arm. And whenever I see a big old fish that I like, I'm just going to grab it. I'm going to grab it and I'm going to beat it against the side of the boat. And then we'll we'll throw it in the live well or the dead well and we'll cook that bitch up. That's going to be the freshest seafood you ever had. Who wants to go fishing? Oh, I do. I want to bang a shark head against the side of this. It has a net on it like something Scrooge McDuck would own. Are there lounge chairs around the pool soaking the artificial light? Oh, boy, it's gorgeous out today. Hey, Ari, I got us tickets on the Super Sub. (laughs) No thanks. No thanks at all. Nope, not going. Sorry about that. I, I, I don't I, I don't do well in the ocean in or with or without a boat craft if you will fuck that oh Jeff Bezos please buy Elon buy this you can Tesla the shit out of this one up I know how you're gonna get much solar on it though
George Soros, Bill Gates. Oh, I wish they would take it. <sighs> the Semitic train continues with the story I just found. Uh, Alicia, I, I hope you're still here because I, I need your medical advice here. You Hefner's widow, Crystal Hefner, has revealed that she has divergenized herself. All she used was shower gel before having sex for a first time because she didn't want there to be any blood. Crystal, 37, the third and final wife of Hugh Hefner. Um, talks about sex with Hugh Hefner, and that's gross because he was like 80 years older than she was. All I knew about sex was the first time was going to hurt and there would be blood. I wasn't worried about the pain of the blood, but I didn't want to experience it. They deemed it more mortifying than actually being naked and doing the deed. I wanted to be cool and sexy and beautiful the first time. Uh, I decided the best way to control possible embarrassment was to de-virginize myself first. I couldn't talk about it. So she fucked herself with a bottle of fucking shampoo gel? I, I, I'm so confused. I, I, I'm so confused at that. Uh, it would have to be hydropowered. Uh, not possible. Hyman is already broke. Good digging, gold digging whore. I feel bad for these women. They came from rough backgrounds and were taken advantage of. Is that a new word, de-virginized? I believe so. It, you know, it, it, it's a, it, the, the long line of, uh, of words that we've figured out on this show. To it, A burglar is someone who burgles. So, yeah, I guess she broke her own hymen. That way she's like, yeah, all right, Hef. Woo. It's not going to hurt. Well, he's like 80. Is he really going to hurt you that much? I mean, sure, he's got a lot of Viagra stored up in his system. But he's 80. I, I don't think the thrusting movement is there much anymore for an 80-year-old. Have you seen the twin sisters and what they look like now? Google it. What, the three twins? Or the, the triplets? We got to do a boxing party with them one time. And this is going to... Uh, hold on a second here. Get ready for a... Shocking. They were dumb as boards. Mike Tyson against Lennox Lewis. We had a watching party event, and the the playmate, the three of them, the the triplets, they showed up. Oh, I have divergenized a few girls in my time. Of course, you have Dave Co. You're Dave Co. You're legendary. You're like the Auburn Joe Murphy. <laughs> Sorry, Dave Co. You're way better than that. I'm sorry. I couldn't. The Dom triplets. That's it. Yeah. It should have been the dumb triplets. Oh, God. Our final story of the 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 stupid pile. Oh, don't worry. We're, we're, we're going to keep going. 
happened in Philadelphia. At about 11 o'clock on January 18th, just a few days ago, officers were called to a Walmart in Philadelphia. Boy, that's got to be fucking ghetto as shit. Nothing but Philly cheesesteaks laying around. Crushed dreams of Eagle fans. Store security guards told officers that three uh, suspected shoplifters, two men and a woman, fled the store but left something behind. Now... You think about it. You think, okay, you're going to shoplift. You're you're in a group. You might leave something behind. Maybe, I don't know. God forbid you leave, you know, your ID behind. Maybe a clue to who you are. Something like that. The one thing you wouldn't think they left behind, safety guy nailed it. Yeah, they left their infant child behind. Now, I got to say, they're really bad at shoplifting because obviously they were paying with the baby. They said, look, we want to try to get all the ephedrine we can from here and all the ingredients to make meth. We're going to pay you with our child that we'll just leave here because we don't have a SKU number on her yet. The infant was immediately transported to a local hospital. Baby's in good condition. Um, Philadelphia police are, are, are still looking for the suspects. Did you get the baby? No, I thought you got the baby. No, he was supposed to get the baby. Probably the best thing that could have happened to that kid, and that's not saying much, no. Was this raising Arizona? Yeah, we're just going to leave this one behind. We already have four at home that are fucking already addicted to meth. We wanted to give our fifth one a chance. Our fifth one in two years. Do the math. They could do it. Thank you. From what I understand, like these destitute people, they take care of their kids because they get paid for their kids. How do you leave the money train back at Walmart? Like that, I don't, I don't understand it. Like we, we've talking about, and I'm not going to get all serious about this about you know babies abandoned in hot cars and things like that, and how awful it is. How do you not remember when you got a baby in the back seat? I, I just don't, I, I, I don't know. I'm lost. They were told the baby was priceless, so fair trade. Have you seen the Trank drug issue in Philly? Oh, yeah, safety guy. Trank is, Trank is bad. It, it's causing people's skin to fall off. Oh, I was reporting Trank about six months ago. Philadelphia has had one of the worst outbreaks of it. It's like that crocodile shit they had in, in Russia that's made with gasoline. You know, if it truly is zombie land, then let's just steamroller everybody. 
by the way, put this guy in there. You know, oh, oh, I'm sorry about that. Uh, I, you know, we're busy. We're busy stealing. I need to get the new 21 Pilot CD. So I went to Target. I can't handle the fucking stupidity of people today. I'm getting a headache trying to know myself to understand these stories. I've seen parents with that crap. It's wild. It is crazy. Now, now we're 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 done with the the stupidity. And I have a story that makes me as, as proud as I can be to be an American. Hold on, I said we we gotta get the right music here. Where's old Lee? Come on, Lee. Lee, you're gonna come through for me here. Here we go. This is a story about James Curran, a Nebraska from a Nebraska native, just like Joe Murphy. If tomorrow all the things were gone, I'd work he made something that turned a sport into a world global like phenomenon. I thank my lucky stars to be living here. He put his first one in Sun Valley, which was the first destination ski report resort in the U.S. And I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know Because it took this man, James Curran, an engineer from Union Pacific Railroad, to make something easier. And what is that? He created the world's first ski lift chair. God bless the USA. You can have your Indonesian microchips. Microchips. Bill Gates, you can have your windows. This man invented a chair to make skiing more comfortable. That's what America's about. Comfort. Shining sea from Detroit down to Houston and New York. Primitive rope pulleys with limited capability had appeared in European resorts a few decades later, and that wasn't good enough for this man. You know why? Because it wasn't comfortable enough. That I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free, and I won't forget the man who Now, when he came across this idea of a cable chair system that would sweep behind the legs of skiers, he was ridiculed by his many followers. Such an outlandish, far-fetched idea would never work. Lo and behold, it worked. Union Pacific helped build this. By the way, the first ski lift built in America 
buy an American in 1937 on the flat Omaha pavement of Sun Valley is still able to operate today. That's what America used to be. We made shit more comfortable. I saw that story, and I was like, yeah, leave it to an American. How about we put a chair on this? See, that that could be the answer to a lot of fucking life's little mysteries. What could make the... How about if we put a chair on it? I have never seen a place in this world that is more comfortable with a chair. Hey, give me a chair, bud. That's fucking fantastic. Rickshaws, phenomenal. You don't have to walk eight miles after comedy shows if rickshaws are available. Do you, Alicia? Can you imagine what it was like to stand on an airline before they put seats in? No, I know that never happened. Chasman says, now we've made shit too comfortable. Chasman, let me, let me, let me, Chasman. Is there anything that is actually, is the phrase too comfortable really a thing? And I'm talking, I understand when you mean, like, you're set in life, you're comfortable. I'm talking about sitting down comfort. An American, an American came up with this idea. God damn, makes me proud. That, that's some good shit right there. Big news to announce. Taco Bell has announced a new breakfast item. Now, what 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 could it be? Could it be some sort of new burrito quesadilla? Maybe an egg-filled enchirito. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I will tell you right now what Taco Bell's new breakfast item is. Breakfast cereal. Cinnamon twist cereal boxes will be available for delivery via Uber Eats as part of a tie between two companies. That's right. It's a box of their cinnamon twists because nobody buys them. And let's put them in milk. Boy, nothing like going to Taco Bell for some cereal. <laughs> Bro, the Taco Bell cinnamon toaster so, or twists are so good, I'd get down on that. Well, there you go. Now they have a cereal version. Uh, ways to get the cereal. Uh, this was last week. Uber One members nationwide will be allowed to order a box with no purchase necessary. Uh, users in New York, Chicago, Atlanta, L.A., Miami, and Dallas get mini cereal boxes with free delivery on any Taco Bell order placed by 11. First 500 Taco Bell rewards members. Well, you know what? Let's just do this real quick, shall we? 
Let's play. Let, let's play a new game that I I, I, I was thinking about here. Um, how much is it on eBay by now? Because this is this was last week. Um, anybody anybody want to guess before I type in? You remember when the Stanley mug thing happened? The stupid Stanley pink mugs at Target, and people were going. They they they'd stay overnight and they'd buy them at Target because they were pink Stanley mugs, and then they put them on eBay and they're selling for like two hundred dollars. Anybody got a guess before I type in? How much a box of this cereal is going for? Scott says $9.99. Woo, daddy. Um, let's see. Ooh, this person's got a bunch of them. These obviously are employees that have robbed the store. Someone is charging $40 for a box. Anywhere between $15 and $25 is the, the price for a box of Cinnamon Twist cereal. Someone at Taco Bell's marketing department is about to be fired. $15 for a box of cereal? No. I ain't paying no $15 for no box of cereal. I care if it's Taco Bell. I do have a story about cereal, though, that you should all be. Are you all ready for this? Because I, I, I know I have some weirdos on this show. Alicia, who like healthy cereal. So now, the dietitian Abby South, who's based in Toronto, has more than 600 subscribers to her, 600,000 subscribers to her YouTube channel, has outlined how to choose healthy cereal. She tell me what well, she doesn't tell me which ones are the best. Oh, what a bitch! Fiber is the really important thing for a cereal. I typically look for a cereal for every day that has about three more grams per serving. Okay. The first thing that I look for in a box of cereal is what's the prize? If it's got a good prize, you remember that as a kid. Now, now let me let me ask y'all a question. You remember back in the good old days? Back in the good old days, when when we get cereal, and whatever company was doing some promotional push with a movie or whatever, you'd get a box of cereal. Maybe not even your favorite cereal, but you wanted that toy that was inside. How did y'all go about doing it? Now, I had a friend growing up whose parents allowed him to have sugary cereal. I was only allowed sugary cereal at Grandma's house. So I didn't get my toys until the next weekend when I'd buy like six fucking boxes of cereal. And my grandma was like, what are you doing? Anyone buys that as dumb? Cinnamon Toast Crunch is five, seven bucks. Gimme, gimme grape nuts. Yeah, grape nuts never had a prize in there. That prize was fucking self-loathing. That was the one prize that was left in a grape nuts box. So you get the box of cereal. And, you you know, them plastic bags they use in cereal boxes, 
they don't tear regular. And every every guy out there knows exactly what I'm talking about. It always fucks up. You try to do the right thing and you pull it apart just a little bit and a little, you have a little spigot and you try to pour your cereal in with a spigot but it always tears wrong. Now, I had a friend. I had a friend whose parents, because he had a sister too, and he had to share everything. That would be the worst. But they would have to wait until they poured the prize out before they could get it. I'm just going to tell you right now. I'm, I, that would not have gone well in my house. No, no, uh-uh. As soon as that box of cereal is open, my arm is all the way in there, and I'm feeling around for it. Kix was awesome. Kix is, oh, Kix is horrible. I am sorry your childhood was ruined by bad cereals. Kix is so good. Got to eat them in even numbers. Prize was a bowel movement. Braddy, this is why, amongst many others, you're my girl. Oh, she eats, she'll go to the store and buy Kix. I refuse to buy Kix. That's not cereal. You know what cereal is? I'm going to tell you what cereal is. Fruity fucking pebbles. That's cereal. You know what else is cereal? Super golden crisps. That's cereal. Frosted flakes. Cereal. Chocolate frosted flakes. The greatest cereal. I didn't ask you anything, Siri. Elbow deep. That boy, James. That's how it was for me because I have a sister close to the same age. Whoever's bullet landed and got the prize, that was the rule. That's a bullshit rule. Tricks. I never liked tricks. Tricks and and, and, and Fruit Loops. Yeah, I see what you're doing. I see how you're trying to blur the lines and give me fruity tastes. Uh-uh, Fruity Pebbles is all the fruit I need. There is 0% real fruit in Fruity Pebbles, and that's what I like about it. Golden grams, yeah. That was just graham crackers. You can make that at home. Like, see, it's like Cookie Crisp. Cookie Crisp were just everything that 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 cookie makers like threw out on the side. Oh, cocoa pebbles. They would change. Oh, cocoa puffs. I go cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Captain Crunch was the greatest, even though it shredded the roof of my mouth. That's why I could never eat it, Stink Fist. Frosted Flakes. Frosted Flakes are the truth. Got to eat them fast because they get soggy quick. See, this is what I don't understand. We got smart people, right? We got smart people. we're, we're, We're taking monkeys to the moon. We're doing all kinds of shit, right? Why is it? And by the way, I do not care. Because once again, I don't care. I just want it to taste good. Why can't we come up with some kind of spray or or, 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 or or covering of the Frosted Flakes that makes them stay crunchy like the whole bowl. Wait, don't we have an additive? Isn't it like a riboflavin 78 that we can put on there? And it makes it crunchy the whole time? Because there's nothing worse than getting the, the, the to the bottom of Frosted Flakes, because first of all, you're at the bottom of the Frosted Flakes, and now you're, you're, your life sucks because you're at the bottom. But that last one is such just a, a, a mealy, limp, 
no taste or sugar left in there. Can't we spray something on that? Are there some like additives from super glue that we can put in there that that will become di- we, we can digest? Trucker James says I love it soggy. Well, you don't have to buy that one then. I want to buy that one. Love Rice Krispies. My favorite cereal is Honey Grahamos. I never met anyone else who even knows what that cereal is, but it's fucking delicious. Honey Grahamos. Okay. Oh, Corn Pop. Oh, I love me some Corn Pops. Corn Pops was good. Apple Jacks. Apple Jacks weren't as good as, like, Corn Pops, but they, they, they would do in a pinch. Griswold invented the the non-nutritive cereal varnish. Well, we need to start using that shit. You know the one to use the you the one that they need to really use it on is fruity pebbles and cocoa pebbles. Cause it, like like I, I've seen it happen. I poured the bowl of cereal because you pour the cereal in the bowl first, uh, unless you're a milk firster, and if you're a milk firster, you're licking a lot of windows. But you pour the cereal in the bowl, right? As soon as you get the milk out from the fridge, Fruity Pebbles is soggy. You haven't even poured it in yet, but it's soggy. Uh, yes, uh, yes, Christopher, uh, Honey Grahamos, Gra- uh, Golden Grahams. They changed Honey Grahamos. They suck now. I don't know why people don't know how good that cereal is. Yeah, because oh. Corn Pop was a bad dude. He was. Corn Pop was a bad dude, but he, he created a great cereal. No one else likes life? Guess I'm just weird. No, Gibby, I hate life cereal. Because, I, I, you probably never heard it, that was the one sugary cereal that we were allowed at my house, or I was allowed, until, until Cinnamon Toast Crunch came out. My dad loved that, and I could have that. But I had to eat Cinnamon Life if I wanted to. I, oh, God. Fuck you, Mikey. No, not the broadcaster. He likes it. Mikey likes it. It was the old commercial back in the day. What about Smacks? Which one, which one were the Smacks? The Apple? I didn't like Apple Jacks. I didn't like those at all. Of course, Cowboys girl, you know about Honey Grandma's because uh, you have a good relationship with Jesus, I'm telling you. Nothing worse than your mom trying to save money and buying the store brand knockoff. No. No. no stink fist, we ain't even going to talk about that. That right there, them, them big old gigantic bags of non-frosted flakes, frosted flakes. I believe the title of that bag is is Flakes That Are Frosted. And you definitely never wanted to have a friend over if you had that. If you had a friend over and you're like, hey, you want some cereal? They're like, yeah, what do you got? Well, we got Frosted Flakes. Oh, I'll have some of that. And you whip out that big fucking bag of flakes that are frosted. That friend of yours is gone. It's like the tuxedos for Oreos. Remember how bad those are? Store, oh God, store brand cereal. Good Lord. 
By the way, cereal is only to be eaten with whole milk. I don't know how you can fucking eat whole milk. Whole milk is a little bit much. Malta meal bags. Corn pops would go stale 12 seconds after opening. Yeah, pretty much. You had to fucking eat those things quick. All right, our final story could truly be the the greatest party person in the in the world. This is the story about Matias Facio, 21-year-old Brazilian student. Um Fabio, uh, or, or I'm sorry, uh, Mateus, thought he was hit in the head by someone throwing a rock or something when he was partying on New Year's Eve in Rio de Janeiro. Oh, buenos dias, como esta? Even though I know you don't speak Spanish there, you speak Portuguese, and I don't know any of that. Um, but he felt like he got hit in the head, you know, celebrating New Year's down there in Rio, and he didn't say anything after anybody. Especially when the blood stopped after a couple seconds. Now, for the next four days, Fascio was getting his party on. He was getting his drink on. He was raising the roof. He was out partying in the the ocean because nothing happened to him. Nothing was wrong. Well, his right arm started to spasm. Now, you're probably thinking to yourself, oh, man, some parasite got, you know, swam in his wiener hole and got up and is now fucking with his arm. Well, da-da-da-da-da. No, Dr. Marcus Welby, that's not what happened. Doctors couldn't figure out why his arm was spasming, so they said, off to the CAT scan machine. Cat scan. That's where the medics were all horrified at what they saw. It turns out that Fascio, who four days ago on New Year's Eve was getting his drink on and it's continued for the last four days was actually shot in the head. He said he took, uh, the journey took several hours ahead of normal for four and a half hours when he drove to his hometown. Uh, Part of the bullet penetrated his brain, which caused compression or compression in that area, and led to the arm's involuntary movements. Now, this is what doctors love to say. This is my favorite thing. This is why all doctors have God complexes. If it had ended up a few millimeters from where it did, it could have caused so much more serious damage. Really? Really, and you're the oh my god, we we saved him by 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 a half a millimeter. Do you know how long that is? Ask Fred. (laughs) 
Um, I guess the dude's going to be all right. Uh, see, uh, I thought it was a stone, something like that. The bleeding stopped. Detectives in Cabo Frio are now trying to establish who fired the gun. Bravo. Was the news lady ever able to reach him for compact Micah? No. No, they couldn't reach him for that. Dummy. Yeah. No, no, it's just a scratch up there. Let's keep dancing. Let's go to Ibiza. Ask family, that is going to do it for us today. We will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you, my friend, are in there. So until tomorrow, adios, everybody. I'm her world, and she revolves around me. Just being close to me makes her love grow. Each night she thanks God for the day she found me. By when she came home this morning, she told me so. And there's roses blue. Texas, the Almighty Itself, Arnie, and George Strait. 
You just met one of them. Listening to the Arnie Stage Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. 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 He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.